Hey, good morning, my dear, dear friends. Skip here, 5.58 a.m., December 10th. It's a Sunday. My voice is a little better. I'm gaining a little at a time. So, uh, you all know by now that I'm a substitute teacher. And so, uh, winters are <laughs> tough. Uh, you're exposed to about everything as a substitute. So, uh, my voice is, is healing and, and I'm ready to hopefully uh, give a, give part two of our episode on our episodes on the spiritual journey, trying to do a four or five part series on, a sort of unpacking a little in a little more detail the theories behind finding meaning which are not new by the way uh, these are not new concepts or new ideas of mine uh, finding meaning is just a, a a explanation or a presentation of my own spiritual journey you can take it or leave it but often what I do, and, and, our, and our listenership is gaining, which is always awesome, but I will give these 15, 18-minute recaps of what it means to understand what I'm saying. Excuse me, folks. <clears throat> I get a drink here. Um, I thought maybe a more in-depth look at this might be helpful. Excuse me. Uh, so I started the last episode with, uh, the, what I see, what I see as the truth of the fact that the world we live in is really a byproduct of a false understanding of what it means to be human. You've heard me say this many times. I will say it many more. I will try to find different ways to unpack this. But I I truly believe the first sort of thing we have to understand, at least for me, the first thing I had to understand, and it took me about 50 years to get here, (laughs) uh, was that my perceptions of reality were not really mine. They were persona. They were ideas given to me by other people. Hard to swallow, isn't it? It's a tough thing. It's a, it's a really tough thing to, to come to terms with. That the, the person I present, the way in which I perceive others, the way in which I perceive the world... Uh, all of that has been formed by family, institutions I've been exposed to. And because these ideas of myself have been given me from something external, they're not a reflection or they can't really lead to my true self. And that's the reason we never really resolve you know, when 
I always thought life was going to be like a movie, that someday there'd be this this moment of, you know, sort of closure, and then I'd live my life in some relative happiness. And I kept waiting for that, and it never arrived. Uh, because I kept playing out the movie the way the world wanted me to. I kept looking for answers, looking for identity, looking for who I was in the ways of the world. And we can't do that. Okay, so that's the first thing we need to know. I, I, I think that's really the moment when the real spiritual journey begins. And then the question becomes, what next, right? What is there to find? If, if, if the realities that we've created, the religions that we've created, the economics, the politics, the, the perceptions that we practice are not authentic to who we truly are, not, at least not completely. And, and I say that, I give that little caveat because I, I do believe that, you know, when we're taught love, that's, that's a good thing. And, and I know a lot of, moms and dads and aunts and uncles and teachers who, who try to do that. Um, so when we realize that the vast majority of the reality we've swallowed, accepted as real is not, what then? And this is crucial, my friends. This is, this is a really important thing to pay attention to because there has to be something. You just can't say, well, it all sucks. It's all not real. I give up. Uh, because life does hold within it meaning. I mean, that's the name of the podcast, right? So you have to put something there that is substantial. And the only way to find that is to go inward. And this is where people struggle because we've never been taught, my friends, to go inward. What does that mean to go inward? if we realize that everything external to us is not giving us the answer of our own identity, then we must go inward. But what does that really, what does that really mean? Well, it means we become questioners. It means we become self-reflective. And with the understanding that we have sort of been pretending that we have been living out of ego, um, with that knowledge, naturally comes some self-awareness, and we have, to we have to employ that self-awareness. We have to see where we are being phony or where we are being real to us. We have to look honestly at how we've lived. We have to look honestly at the things we pretend to be. And it's not easy, so we have to go inward. We have to think. We have to question. We have to be able to hold several ideas at the same time, we have to be able to reject several ideas that we may have held on to. And this is really where people stop growing. Because to, to reject long-held beliefs or to at least alter long-held beliefs is very, very difficult. I can honestly say that I, if it weren't for a lot of the trauma, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure I could either. I, I'm, 
This is not easy, my friends, because we have ingrained within us some ideas about reality that we hold so sacred that we refuse to change them because we believe it's faith or we believe that we we don't we can't do that or we'll be in trouble or I cannot tell you how many times I have two two friends of mine who are deeply religious uh, and and I want to say this with all the grace I can and I mean religious on both sides of the scale fundamentalist or very progressive but I have offered this podcast to to friends and they can't they can't digest what I'm saying because ultimately what I'm saying is those long-held beliefs that you believe are somehow you know your salvation or your relationship with a transcendent being, they're, they're so deeply ingrained that most people cannot let go of them. Now, I'm not saying you have to completely let go of them, but what I'm saying is many times those beliefs that we hold on to so strongly and so dearly are institutionalized. And we really, when we begin to look at how dualistic the things are that that we have projected into the world. We have to be willing to at least say that the way we believe, what we belong to, be it religion or politics, might be wrong. And, And that's tough for people because they are so trained, so programmed to believe that they they shouldn't say that. Well, I'm here to tell you that ultimately, at the very least, you have to critically, honestly, and openly question everything that you have believed. And that sounds scary to people because then you go, well, what is there then, right? If I walk away from a lifelong belief of something, what is there? And that's where we have to hold on to what I see as the core teaching. And we're going to go into this more in the next podcast. But I think after having said what I just said, I need to say this to you. That if, and I don't say this from a vacuum. My 20 years as a professional religious person taught me this. My degree in religion taught me this. Me... Uh, teaching um, the precepts and principles of other religions before. Uh, Counseling with people have taught me one core thing that I believe we have to hook on to. So I, I believe there is a truth as I see it. And that truth is love. That if we, you know, so to speak, hook our trains to the, to that engine, if we, can see at the core of every religious teaching there is love. If we can objectively view what works in the world is when people love each other, when people are kind to each other, then we have what I see as the foundational 
core bedrock of what the te- what religions are really trying to get to ultimately that that fail because they have to preserve themselves what good philosophy and good science what it really comes down to at least for me is and I really do believe this for everyone by the way is that when we realize that we have been living in a kind of phony world, when we realize the only place to go is inward to find truth, we have to have with us those tools of kindness and generosity, humility and gratitude and and all the things that we already know make us can make us better humans. And what we're going to discover when we go inward, sort of jumping ahead here, but I want to, uh, and I'll unpack this more in the next few episodes, but what we're going to run into is is a what, what we find when we begin to get down to the core of who we are, when we begin to peel away the layers of falsity, what we really find is love we find that it has been buried. It has been us the whole time. Uh, When Jesus says the kingdom of heaven is within you, uh, it amazes me how many people ignore those sorts of teachings. You know, do a comparison of religion and you will see that to some degree or another, these founders of religions, be they male or female or, you know, uh, are saying go inward. Go inward. That's where the truth is at. It's not in the sky. It's not in the ground. It's not in your institution. It's in you. And the truth of you is love. Now, that means more work. It all means work, folks. We're, we're, we are becoming something new. And that's always work. But I, I just wanted to offer you sort of the next step. Right, The first step is... And I hesitate to use the word steps because I don't, I don't think there's any exact prescription to this. But, you know, the first thing, at least for me, that I had to realize was that I was a product. My personality, my identity was, for the most part, a product of what I had been taught to be. You're this, you're that, you're groping around for identity, you get what the world gives you. At some point you figure out that's not who you are because the ways of the world aren't aren't resonant with human authenticity. When you do that, you begin to look around. When you, know, when you have that realization, you begin to look around and go, well, where do I go? And if you really listen to some of these spiritual guides that have been given us. They say, go inward. And when you go inward, you have to take with you some way to do that work. And I'm convinced that kindness, acceptance, the understanding that that humanity is a varied and multicultural, multi, you know, diversity is really who we are. When you go inward and you realize that that there's a unity to things, uh, 
you need to keep reminding yourself of this in order to make that inward journey. So, <clears throat> you know, first the realization that it's not working and the reason why is because the reality we've created is false. Secondly, where we have to go to find truth is within ourselves. And then the next thing we're going to talk about is the tools we take with us. What does that inward work look like? Hey, anyway, there's my wife's alarm. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you tomorrow morning, my friends. Thanks. Bye-bye.